Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Inner Miami Show. I am one half of your hosting duo, Brandon Griffin, wearing Chelsea Blue in honor of my poor, poor, defeated co-host, Mike, secretly a red longan. How are you today, my man? Uh, you know, yesterday was rough. Yesterday was a rough day. Uh, the worst part about that Chelsea match was it was a super competitive game. And then you remember Liverpool had more than half their starters sitting in the stands watching and cheering. And you just realized how far behind Chelsea is right now. And and that that was a little bit rough. Uh, but then, you know, moved on. Got excited for yesterday, uh, the, last night's game. And you know what? Wasn't a whole lot better. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, was a, it was a tough day. We'll get into that. Uh, do you want to call out? So, 14th episode. We were up to 100 subscribers on YouTube. So, we asked... Yeah. Uh, we asked those watching to, to jump on, hit that like and subscribe, and they did. Uh, we'll put it out there because now we're obviously we're going for two hundred, so we gotta we gotta set the new benchmark. So we want two hundred by by the time we go live next. No, <laughs> yeah, I think no. I don't we think we just appreciate the support. No, we appreciate the support and just glad to be here and and to be providing content that you guys seem to like. Uh, you know, for instance, the parking lot video is. I think our most watched video at this point or one view away from being our most watched video. So we will definitely be bringing that back. Yeah, we're definitely, we're doing that Saturday Uh, in chairs. I'm told we were told that may try sitting down this time instead of jumping on each other. So we're going to try sitting down. Yeah. Uh, Put the mics a little farther from us. It won't be so cold. So we won't be as bundled up. Yeah. I was excited for to, uh, you know, hug Mike more than I did in that video. So I'm okay (laughs) with that. (laughs) But uh, lots to uncover today, uh, mostly uh, be Mike and I fighting. So I hope you guys are ready for that. But jumping in to the good news of the week, roster news. Finally, Redondo, done deal. He's an Inter-Miami player pending his visa, so we should see him starting soon. Mike, how are you feeling now? Uh the ups okay, and so, downs of this transfer. I mean, geez. so this is this is interesting because Taylor Twelman said something yesterday, and I know you either love Taylor Oof, or like most I got people something. hate him. Uh, and so he made the point that Inter Miami lost so much when Ferraris went down. We lost such a vertical threat mm-hmm. and, and such an attacking threat. And the fact that we've replaced him with a CDM doesn't feel right. But so that's one side. Twelman. The other side is, is an attacker. He doesn't. He doesn't know anything about defending. We also can't score still, so it, it's a valid comment. So, but moving on. So the other side is, I think this is huge. I think this is this is a. I'm not gonna call it the missing piece. It's a missing piece in this in this team. We're clearly seeing that we do not have like Tata wants to run a three man line, even though he's saying it's a four man back line. He's still trying to pretend it's one with by using a CDM as kind of a a, a third. Like a little triangle back there. And Busquets is not it. And there's no one mm-hmm. really else because uh, we don't have uh, Bright under contracts. So Redondo is it. And Redondo is, you know, being considered as one of the, the best CDM prospects coming up. So at the end of the day, it's a huge, it is a huge, uh, it's huge for a team. I think we're going to see an immediate impact once he gets on there. Uh, I, I just think Twelman isn't wrong with his comment. Also, hello to Tej. We have our first comment of the day coming from the one and only Tej. 
as it should be. <laughs> so, but that's yeah. I, I think listen, this is a huge signing. It's a great, impactful signing. But I don't think Twelman's wrong on calling out that lack of of another attacking player. To um, uh, I think Twelman's wrong because he's always wrong. He is the absolute worst thing about watching Inter Miami games on on um, on Apple TV. If you're doing your research and you want to be a serious journalist, Trevor, or whatever the hell your first name is, Twelman, uh, you need to learn. It's La Noche. You started off the game by saying Inter Miami in their El Noche. Yeah. Do we have the That's Do we have the right to make that comment? I don't have the right to make that comment. I know that, and you've butchered too many what do names. You mean? I'm just saying we've butchered those names. We butcher everything we say okay. on, this, on the show. It's different when you completely get ignore a fact that a jersey that's been out for two years, you're calling it El Noche. You're supposed to be a professional, Taylor. Of, of, that of was, all of that all was the a sign Twelman, of everything going downhill. Of all the Twelman takes, and there's been so many. That's the one. That's the one you're you're planting the flag on. I mean, that's no, that's that told me. The commentating night was going to go downhill and downhill fast, and it. You got Redondo, the 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 guy that we were actually supposed to be talking about, not Taylor Twelman. Yeah, so Redondo, I think he shores up our midfield. I think a lot of the problems that we're going to talk about in in our LA Galaxy recap uh, is because Busquets has very clearly lost a step. He cannot be expected to to assist in the attack, also work in the defense. And then, oh, by the way, try and counter again. He can't do it. And putting him in a more advanced role and letting him be a playmaker because he still sees the game incredibly well. I think he still anticipates things well. He just can't do it. And, man, I'm there. We play pickup soccer, and I'm like, yeah, I got this. And then I stretch out, and I'm like, oh, shit, I don't. I got this. We've all been there. And it's nothing against Busquets. It's just it's time for him to transition out of that CDM role. And I think Redondo clears that up with the way that he passes the ball, with the way he moves the ball forward, I think that's what you need in the counterattack. Now, it's still, what still worries me is we do not have a speedy uh, C center back pairing uh, because clearly Sergey and Toto are the guys for now, the one and two, until Freyer's up and running. I think that injury is probably something that they're trying to be very cautious with. Uh, which is why we didn't see him in the game last night. But uh, hopefully he brings the speed with Toto that we need to kind of really have a, a, a better, more fluid defense. But I think Redondo shores things up quite a bit. You know, the only thing I'd add to that is the drop-off in Busquets and, and frankly, in uh, Suarez, too. Not that we've covered it yet, but the two of them have dropped off so much even since last season. You know, you look at Suarez's um, so Brazilian. I don't think that's a hundred percent true in Busquets' thing. The because first two we games were kind of having this. Yeah, the first two games were like adrenaline for him. Maybe, but, but we his, were having his very similar. Was, his league's cup was a hell of a league's cup, and he had a huge. And I've, we've said that a lot about this team, and and I think the team is a little more tied to Busquets, like Busquets up, team up, Busquets down, team down. But there has been just a, a remarkable drop off. And and it's gotten worse. And I think I agree. I think Redondo gets on the field, oh. takes the pressure off. Busquets kind of can can settle in a little more, and we're gonna see a change. But it just is crazy I, to me, like how much different. I also he looks think now. 
and and we don't I don't have any information to like back this up, but I also think that Busquets is probably still a little tender from his injury because there were times when he was making runs and he was he looked he looked like he might be in a little bit of pain. Not as much pain that, as Suarez, but um no, I, I, I think because to your point, he was better than this last year when we asked him to play in the CDM role. Um, he looked better. So I'm wondering if there's still a little nagging nagging going on with that ankle. Um, but I, I don't think – I mean, Busquets has been dropping off probably the last two years, which is expected but, but at his age, two, three years. And again, it's the remarkable drop-off because his passing the past two games has been atrocious. And this is this is one of the best passers in the in the in the game, right? Like he's the one who could teach clinics on this and just and well, you, can, you can actually say if his foot's injured, if he's fighting a nagging injury, that will have an impact. Uh, and I hope you're right, and I hope it's just something he's gonna work through. But it's just again, I just call it a remarkable drop off because it just it's well, more the other than thing too is Busquets was a hundred percent gassed um, for most of the game. I think right. he was. I, I, he was constantly being caught out and galaxy. They, they saw it and they were oh, like, yeah. yeah, we're going to keep fucking with you. And they did. And and hats off to them for exploiting him like that. But I think when you're under pressure like that, and you've been exposed a couple of times, that kind of goes into like, I'm going to make some bad passes. And Pablo, you're absolutely right. They were pressing him hard when he touched oh, that- the ball. They were right there on him. And he, he was trying to man mark and he clearly cannot man mark anymore, which is fine. No, he has we don't to, he need has him to, to do up. that. We need him to distribute, and we need him in the front of the midfield, yeah. not the back. It's 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 a just kind of start closing the circle. Redondo is yeah. going to make that impact. He's going to let Busquets be Busquets, and I'm hoping you know, kind of as the injury heals up, Redondo gets in there, and we start seeing some of that magic happen again. I am fearful for Saturday because we will not have Redondo, and we are going to be asking these things. But is it confirmed that we're not going to have him? I haven't seen anything to tell us we're going to have Redondo for Saturday. Now, it could change. I saw again, a lot of people very confident we were going to have him Sunday. Yeah. So that leads me to believe. I don't know. We'll see because I, I don't I think people they, are guessing. Our team obviously didn't practice today. So we'll see no, him practice tomorrow. If they he are. practices, yeah. then that that means he's he's got his work visa. He's ready to go. The team, the team took the plane last night. They took the red eye home. So as some of our friends are taking the red eye, the plane, they had the team was on. So they yeah. got to day to sleep in frankly Chasing i think tata should, tata should be canceling tomorrow's practice and let them sleep a little bit longer too just like really let them rest but you know i think tata who am i to criticize who am i to criticize our coach i'm going to criticize him a lot today well welcome aboard the train uh i can clear some room for you up here <laughs> on the uh the front of it the tata out train but uh, uh so let's get into this let's get into well, First thing, because I don't think we mentioned it in the last two shows, and it's something I completely missed when we were there. For season ticket holders, I just want to bring it up. Apparently, there's now a, a rewards loyalty program. We brought it up last show. I, uh, did we? We did. Because I, I don't remember. It. Yeah, I mentioned okay. they, they had the thing well, you could sign into, but the pain in the ass thing is you have to sign into Ticketmaster at the time you're doing it. It's not, it doesn't hold the, 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 the info. And well, it's not like if you have three tickets, you only get one sign in. It's not like each person can sign in. Well, that's fine. It's kind of a pain. The, the login to Ticketmaster pink is most of us don't remember our Ticketmaster passwords. Mm-hmm. I was I was sitting that's next true. to one guy and he he was sitting there tri- t- typing it in, typing it in, typing because it doesn't it's not saved. 
It's a kind of oh. a pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, keep a lookout for him because I missed it and now I'm unloyal. And who knows? That's, this team no may use this as an excuse to tell us, like, hey, you can't be a season ticket holder <laughs> next year. Who knows? <laughs> but jumping right into the craziness, the match recap. So you're starting 11. If it looks familiar, it's because it's exactly the same as what we saw against our in our win against Real Salt Lake. Um, yeah. So, Mike, how do you feel about that? <laughs> you know, at first sight, I'm like, no, this is a good idea. The team's good. And then I'm like, huh, <laughs> we're tired and we're playing the same people. And and I know you and I in the pre-show were getting into this a little bit, but I, I think it was a mistake. I, and the, the, the evidence is clear once you, you watch that match. But, yeah, we should be starting rotations. And yeah, we should be absolutely. starting rotations now. We should be getting ready for it because – Coming up is a five-game and 15-match-day uh, span. And mm-hmm. we need to be pre- prepping for the rotations. I understand you, Tata was probably in a little bit of a tough publicity problem. You had to come in against mm-hmm. RSL at home and play everybody. Then you're going yeah. to L.A. you got to play players. But did Suarez have to start? No, I think he could have started Campana. And this is weird because we all yeah. know my thoughts on Campana, that I am not a Campana fan. Campana should have started, and then he sub Suarez in the 70th minute. So yeah, I, I wasn't. I'm not a fan of that lineup. I think it was mistakes. Uh, Sergey, I still think is just running as hard as he can. He looks five years younger than he did last season. But you're telling me Noah Allen, who's fresh and rested, you know, I doesn't think, come. This doesn't make sense to me. I think it's tough. Like, so I 100% agree with about Suarez, and I think I even said that last week that Campania could probably start. And I would be okay with that. Um, but the thing is, like, going into LA Galaxy, do you want to have... Because the Galaxy, the one thing they can do is attack, which we saw. Do you really want to go with Noel Allen and Toto as your two center backs, two young, inexperienced guys? Like, I get Sergey being there just to be the steady head. Um, yeah, because see, I, I... Alba was pissed at Toto throughout most of the game. Okay, go well, well... Toto or Tata, because he was going off on no, Tata, too. Toto. There were several breaks where he tore into Toto. Like, what are you doing? Your positioning is way off. But, but okay, I get it. We also, this was a very fast LA Galaxy. And, and one of the things we said coming into this match was they're all new players. They, it might not be that cohesive. And it wasn't, right? Like, they were making runs. I, I forget the name of the guy uh, that uh, Busquets pulled back. Uh, one of their two new guys. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Paintsill. Paintsill. Paintsill was so fast, and mm-hmm. so you've got a guy like Kristoff starting to match against. It wasn't. A, it was never a fair match, and and so a manager is supposed to look at the likely lineup of the team they're playing. And remember, we said I was saying I was worried we were going to overthink this. Or I think it was the first game. I don't think Tata thought this one at all. I don't think he looked like okay, Paintsill's probably going to yeah. start. The other new guy's going to start. I need more speed. You could almost have made an argument. Almost. A 3-5-2 was a better thing. And put Kristoff in there with uh, Toto and uh, yeah. uh, Noah. And you I have speed. And, like, I just don't think this started I mean, so much. We, uh, this we whole also, game was poorly managed, in my opinion. But, but, this, it started but we also have to point up. out that Toto had a howler of a game. He, he did not have a good game. And so then we're talking about putting him over there to cover. Yeah, but look, look at the, 
the no, but Sergey wasn't the problem, the main problem with defense. He wasn't, but I just Sergey's the problem was speed, in my opinion. Paintsel was burning us so hard, and that should have been foreseen. And it was Sergey that was covering Paintsel. It was not Toto was on the other side. So again, I just don't think from the starting lineup on this game was managed correctly. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I I'm think, just gonna start uh, with that. I just don't see it. Like well that I think. Like MLS as a league, like I know it's going to happen multiple times to different teams, but if you're going to play three days rest, like why are we flying across the country? Why is any team flying across the country? That's an MLS thing. Do you remember there was yeah. a few years ago? It happens all we the had, time, but we it's had to still go, annoying. I forget who we go. I think we had to go Portland, Vancouver, we left us, Vancouver, and then we went all the way like back to an East Coast thing. It, like we did a big triangle around the country. Oh, yeah, it was like. I think it was like San Jose, Portland, and then we went to like, um, I think it was one of the New York teams, and then back home. And we weren't home for like two weeks. Like The team itself was on the road. That kind of of travel, I'm okay with. That's a part of MLS. I think it's, humorously, I think it's one of those things that makes MLS special, that it takes that extra toll like you... You really actually—it's not like in England where Special. every single match you get to sleep in your own bed. You travel for real here, and traveling for real is one thing, but traveling across multiple time zones on three days rest is, is a little every, crazy. Every the NBA does it. Every you know every game every three days NBA uh, NHL. I think the NBA, NHL, and MLB do a much better job of managing road trips than than MLS does. And I think they have to because it's like you've got like back to back nights or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they try and think about geographic. Still, kind of just coming to I just to your point, you're looking at this, you're looking at what the team's about to go through, and you don't change the starters. Like, yeah, that I don't. That is just poor coaching. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, because very clearly, and and Robbie Taylor, great first game. But the thing is, is like Robbie did not play a lot in preseason. So I don't know what Tata thought. Like, hmm, he's going to be ready to go in three days. Like, he didn't play much. And then Gressel again in the midfield. Like, it didn't work game one. You really think it's going to work in this game? (laughs) <laughs> but but I'll tell you why Taylor goes. Can you flash back up the uh, the roster? Can you can you go back to that slide? Yeah. Who else is going to start for him? Look at look who we've got sitting out there. We don't have a winger. I we think don't have a center made, forward. I think you could have made the argument that Gomez could have slid up to Taylor's spot, and I, then you could have had a Molto or Ruiz start. I you could I have even had a Sunderland if you wanted to go more attacking. I don't think we've we've. I, Gomez as the left wing because he did eventually play there. It was not impressive. I and I That's think Tata knows that. That is not true. When he, he played the left there. wing, he was in great positions. He was making exceptional runs. He just didn't have the finishing boot, which he clearly had. He well, he found last game. So I don't. I don't think to say that he was bad on the left wing is fair at all. All right. I mean, I'm not going to argue that one because I didn't see that, but I'm not going to argue it. I just. You I just think see the it. problem is. I just don't remember it. The uh, I, I just, game. Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about... Uh, never mind. I just think, again, my issue... And you know, this might have been my issue since before mm-hmm. the preseason. We don't have enough attacking players. And I was laughing because I was on the Facebook one of the Facebook groups because we know those are just dumpster fires. 
and people, and people are like, we need more defenders. I'm like, do we understand that our problem is attacking? We're not scoring goals consistently. The the RSL game, again, we only have two. Okay, I'll be honest. We only have a, a sample criteria of two, but we couldn't Thank score you. yesterday. I'm glad you acknowledge that. Yeah, I'm acknowledging <laughs> it. We couldn't score yesterday. Uh, I think we've had only one good attacking half, like where we've shown we can mm-hmm. we can attack over and over again. Nothing in LA could we get an attack going. There was moments. The start to the second half was I the we first had, five minutes. We had some pretty good moments in the second half. But it wasn't consistent. And we looked a lot better once um, once Campana came on and Suarez came off because we were making some more runs. Well, we had a guy who could actually run. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So we're jumping way ahead. So let's let's cover. For, I'm sure everyone, like I said, usual. Everyone's kind of watched the game, but it was a one-one draw. Uh, how how the, so the first? Let's just talk about the first half. The uh, LA should have scored four goals. It was. It was Drake Callender was man of the match before the second half even started. <laughs> Stood on his head, saved a penalty in the 13th minute. Uh, Paintsill makes a run. Busquets puts an hand on him. I don't think Busquets pulled all that hard. Like, it was a little tug. Paintsill felt it and hit the ground, as he's trained to do. And that was that's not going to be a penalty every day. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm yeah. not crit- Let's be clear. I am not qu- criticizing. No, 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 I get it. I, I'm calling it out as, as that's what a striker or a wing. You're told to do that. You feel it mm-hmm. go down. Uh, he did it. Penalty all day. Calendar's great. Now, uh, Ricky Pouge did not take a great PK, in my opinion. He was he was very. I think he was kind of telegraphing that where he's going. Uh, Calendar's great stop, but then LA attacked. And attacked, and we had nothing to show her. We should have made subs in the 25th minute. Like I know most Who'd managers. Who you brought are, on? Uh, I am moving Busquets up, and I'm putting Sunderland in that in that spot. Probably you in have the to. You CDM had to move Busquets. Spot? I'm, I'm doing something. We had no I, other. You had to Sunderland's do something. a cam, dude. I I don't care. I would maybe Busquets put is Ruiz in. A, in. I, I could see Ruiz as a CDM over Sunderland. You you had to do something. Our midfield was getting trashed. We had no speed. Now you're you know kind of talking back into the three man line and, and and pull and bring Noah to give help. But Tatsa did nothing. He didn't do his first sub. I think until the 60th minute, give or take. I think it was 67th minute. Like was the first sub. We we had every every single no. fan. Was begging for subs. Everyone saw the game was out of hand. We were getting trashed. Yeah, like, it was. It was again horribly managed. I mean, and so so I do agree that it was horribly managed. But I do think I think making subs at the twenty fifth minute is a little little preemptive, especially because like from the thirty fourth minute on, like we we had some good scoring. Like that was when we started pressing was the end of that first half. I get, I get you're not going to make a sub in the first 10 to 15. I do like, you got to let the game settle, but in the 20th to 25th minute, we were still getting trashed. Like at that point. Yeah. But that's you, you are, but here's the flip side. You don't make a sub and LA scores two goals back to back in, in two minutes, which was entirely a realistic possibility in that match. There was nothing stopping that from happening. Yeah. But they're, you know, I think making subs before halftime. I, I'm not a big fan unless you're like trying to make a point to somebody. And I think I think um, if he again, Tata's looking at his team, seeing tired legs, seeing Busquets getting picked on, 
and he's trying to run the the, the attack yeah, partially but... through Visquets. You had to make something change, a formation change, tell someone to do something. Our boy just, Taylor, our boy was pointing who, out, we started running the the backs up farther. I, it's something. I we just do don't anything. see who you bring in in the twenty fifth minute. Um, that that's going to solve that problem, right? Like, Mota has not played at all during the preseason, so to expect him to go the remainder of the game is a bit premature. Ruiz is apparently hey, on the questionable on, list on. for an injury. Like again, Mo like. These guys who didn't get playing, Mota's different because he was fighting that green card. Yeah, who's that on that didn't play enough people during the the, the preseason? The only thing I said is Mota didn't play I'm just, because I'm just he was doing his out. green card. Ruiz was questionable with an injury. So was Calendar. Was their calendar played. Right, but if you're if you got a young guy who's questionable with an injury, you're not bringing him in in the 25th minute. And that's really your only option to move Busquets forward and pull Tata's favorite midfielder, Gressel. We, we've got field. a 30-man roster. 30-man roster. Bring players that can play. That's on the manager, too. Okay, let's say five of them are an ineligible player. I'm, right now. Not, I'm not disagreeing that it's on the manager, but what I'm saying is, is expecting him to make subs in the 25th minute on a 0-0 match is a bit... That's a bit panicky, dude. Uh, we well, did you watch that game? Because I think every fan in the t- of and Inter Miami was panicky. I, no one was watching that I game think, going, "We are in a good spot." No, but you're you're tied zero zero. You don't make subs at the twenty fifth minute. You just don't do that. Why would you need to do that? You're you're even. You're one messy you kick away you, from you being were, ahead, and you're you're one Ricky Pooge from being down two zero. Like that's where okay, we stood but you in the weren't. First half. But you weren't. If we were down two or three goals, then yeah, maybe you see the subs. But I don't think the subs were going to happen. I well, then I'm I calling agree with out Mike that, V here. I would call it a statement piece. Changes needed to be made that moment. But but you're not making a statement at that point. Okay, so so then okay, it's fine. zero zero. We got so past. We got to twenty five. Oh, thank God, we should have. <laughs> well, according to you, we would have pulled Gressel off and put Sunderland at CDM, and that would have just signaled to me that we. I, I recognize. Up. I recognize maybe Sunderland was not the right call. I was kind of, you pulled it quick. I was giving you a quick answer. Then fine. Okay. You know what? Halftime. We just got our asses halftime, handed to us. I agree. Fine. Okay. Call. Now we're to halftime. Asses handed to us. We played horribly. Comes out with the same stuff. Our guys walked yeah. in there exhausted, tired. Suarez probably got a knee injection at halftime at this rate. Like, and again, no changes. So I'm so, starting to wonder. You brought up the Suarez knee injections. I'm wondering if what they were giving him in Brazil is against MLS <laughs> league rules. <laughs> you know? No. Because okay. I, so, I'm seriously wondering that. Like, I'm kind of half joking, but really, like, I'm going to tell you why. Something there. I'm going to tell you why I don't think that's true. You and I are both cyclists. We are yeah. well aware of doping rules and stuff like that. I know. Suarez is an Olympic and FIFA player. There's got to be consistent rules and testing not an olympic player not, not uh, like an international yeah. fifa player that's what i was looking for he's an international yeah. fifa player like he's he's got to go through the same testing regimen yeah as, but maybe like, in brazil they let you get injections like mid-game and mls they don't i don't know but that's what you when know. he talked about his his because he talked to he, it was all pre-game pre-game post-game stuff like yeah. that maybe okay so we get to the second the half plane. we get to the second half yeah no subs. 
75th minute, uh, LA scores. It was, it was a, okay, I would say there was a review for offsides, but it was never yeah. ever offsides. Like this wasn't the, this wasn't Van Dyke getting protected by his boy Eden. Edo? What was the guy's Eden? name? Eden? What was the guy's name? Endo. Endo. I had the right vowels. Wow. Stuff there. You know, getting protected by his boy Endo from offside. Like this was a, this was easily not offside. It was a good goal. Long time yeah. coming. Uh, and then in the 88th minute, we haven't gotten this. We haven't gotten to the roughing yet. The Ooh. ref makes <laughs> a truly horrible call. So the ref oh, yeah. cl- clearly forgot that uh, this guy, one of the, the uh, LA Galaxy guys, was on yellow. Completely yeah. forgets. Calls. I'm not even called a soft yellow. It wasn't a foul. Like it wasn't a foul think, at all. It there, wasn't a I don't foul even at all. Think there was contact on Busquets. I, I actually I actually don't know why VAR couldn't interject. I guess because it wasn't a straight red, VAR can't it's, interject yeah. on a yellow. I don't think he can, yeah. Gives the guy the yellow, yeah. and like 30 seconds later, remembers the guy's like already when, on when yellow. When he lifted up the yellow, he saw the guy's name on it, and he was like, oh. <laughs> it, it was it was, it was was a culmination it was bad. of one of the worst ref games of I've ever watched in MLS. And but, like, there's a really low bar there, and it eclipsed that bar really well, well let's be fair this is mls's own fault for not paying the mls referees oh, yeah. so yeah, now yeah. We're, we're we're stuck with people who they may be trying their best but are not qualified to ref at this level no and this as guy, a professional league mls this is like the fifth thing you've done this offseason that's goddamn embarrassing do better so, so let me call a couple things about the ref this thing two things to roast out to me. first off i'm sure you noticed this in the first five minutes Play stopped at least six times yeah. due to due to ticky tack subjective little fouls that he could have let play on, and he wanted to, like what I saw all the whole time was this guy wanted to control the game because anytime yeah. a player came near him, he screamed. He was oh yeah, he was the screamer of screamers. He yelled. You look at some of these great MLS refs; they never raise raise their voice. Calm down. We'll talk. This guy screamed at everybody. Horrible. Yeah. Fishing. And I think the other thing was I do believe LA Galaxy deserved the a PK on the Gressel. There's that Gressel shove. Uh c- guy come in the box, Gressel kind of shoved, gave him just a little push. Mm. But there was contact. He fell. It was one of the things VAR wasn't going to overturn because that was a little soft. but it wasn't so soft you couldn't call it. Um I I don't think people I don't think a ref would have called that. Mike V, how about pointing the wrong way? Both potential <laughs> ref line ref. It yeah. was, it was again. I'm telling you, it was one of the worst, worst ref games ever. Yeah, and it was it, to be. And the, here's the humorous. It was to our benefit. We got, you know, again, I think we got saved yeah. on a PK. We got us this red that was not a fairly given red. And this isn't no, also, but, by the way, I don't want. I but want let's to say also this. say, and I will say this: to get a yellow card for throwing a ball or kicking a ball at a reset is the dumbest thing you could okay. do as a player. Here's the thing. I saw him do it in, in live, and I kind of thought to myself, huh, he didn't kick it that hard. There, he's not going to get in trouble. It wasn't one of – this wasn't like one of those where you kick it all the way down the field. or Like, it was a little tap. No, but That like, early in the game, it should have been I, a warning. It should have been. It should have been. been like, hey, but come, come to me. Let's like talk. Like your professional player. Yeah, Don't do it, it shouldn't have been a mat. Don't put now, yourself see, in that position. I, I 
Especially with the shittiest refs. Like, and and I'm saying this because next time this may not go in our favor. Any Inter-Miami players, just give the ball to the ref. Let's let's not put ourselves in this position because we've been bitten like this before. (laughs) I get it. But but again, like this, oh, just this ref was horrible. Yeah, the ref was horrible. He he impacted the total flow. All of our guys were frustrated. Well, both teams were frustrated. And I do think I think we got the benefit of the ref. Like I don't think this was one of those MLS yeah. like MLS script moments where everyone's like, "Remind me, the script was on the." No, the ref was just horrible. Just it worked yeah. in our favor more so than not because that guy clearly again he clearly forgot he just gave a red card. It was the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah, and then. I mean, you had Messi going up to him after the game and getting getting on him, and rightfully so. Like, he just was not good. And in MLS, you just have to do better. You you can't. There's. I don't like, understand how MLS goes. Okay, MLS is still um, scheduling the refs. How a scheduler went and goes. Okay, this is the premier game of this weekend. This is the guy we're gonna put there. Like, um, is this his first horrible game? These these are not MLS pro refs, man. But the schedule the, the schedulers have scheduling. no idea. These, you're not getting the best of the best. You're getting regional I, people. But these these are not have people, some tape on these guys. It can't just be a pulling but, them out of a hat. I, that's pretty close to what's happening, because oh, you boy. you're not flying these refs cross country to have your best ref at marquee matches. Like you're not doing that in this situation. From what I understand, these are refs that are kind of local or regional. And they're going to these games and they're getting assigned games. I don't think they're saying this is the marquee matchup. So let's, and even if they did, they're going to go, yeah, give us the best scrub we got. Like, yeah, it's, it was yeah. going to be bad no matter what. Oh, geez. Okay. So I, I, I need a diatribe on the rest for a little bit. Cause that was just <laughs> so bad. So it was bad. 88th minute. We are up a man, which is great. Yeah. And then 90 plus two messy does messy. magic strikes. Uh, it's Messi and Alba. Yeah, I you know, was gonna say it was Alba. two of them. Looked great, and at that moment in time, because I think it was it was you know we went uh, plus one the first half, the second half was plus seven. Uh, yeah, you really thought after that goal went and we're gonna score again. Like it legitimately felt like we may somehow win this match. Ended up as a tie. Yeah, I think it's an undeserved point, but a point's a point. And Listen, I had three people times. Text, hold, on, hold on, let me finish the last. last- Hold on. Can I say the last thing? No. Three people texted me the same thing. Better to be lucky than good. And it's so true. So, yeah, dude, luck was on our side. I will take it. That's a point. But how many times over the last couple of years have we not been on the side of luck? It, it's bitten us yeah. Yeah. every time. If, if Inter-Miami, if it wasn't for bad luck, Inter-Miami would not have any luck at all. <laughs> There's been always that we've had a few magic moments. Today was today was a magic moment, or yesterday was a magic moment of luck. So yeah, and listen, I'll take a point on the road on three days rest because if we had drawn like a couple more times last year, we would have made the playoffs. No, it's a huge. We lost a lot more than we drew. Right now, any any game we have messy, you have to have points. Like that's just the way it's going to be. And it was a point. Uh, Just so you know, so you're aware, Mike. uh We are top of the East. With four points, <laughs> top of the supporter shield with four points right now. I gotta see one thing. Every other fan about. base, you can't sing that. Where's my supporters? Come it's up, real good quick. to be us. 
we are one of two teams to only play two to have played two games, Mike. It's physically impossible. Yeah, but, but just can, can, can I ask? Can I ask? Who's yeah, in I've second? Got it up here. Who who's in second? I have two. So second DC. No DC. Yeah, Supporter Shield. Oh, I'm looking at Eastern. Yeah, yeah. second Portland. You're welcome. Portland. Portland by a, a certain coach that I think is a little underrated lately. Listen, we're not going to win Supporter Shield, so I don't even look at that. I'm just listen. I I, I got it. I'm wearing I'm wearing I'm my Phil Neville. I'm wearing my Phil Neville polo today. We'll get to that. I, Slow I your just, roll. I just want to call. Slow it. your roll. It up. I think it's very. I want listen. I think it's very important to remind everybody it's game two. Don't panic. <laughs> we got a we got a point, and we are top of the East. All right. So so Most I'm going to panic in the East. Drew. By the I, way, I so need there's to panic only three a teams that won besides us. I need to panic a little, but I need to I need to build into my panic. So possession. Now possession was interesting. The ESPN has us at 63% possession to 36. Uh, it was a little bit. I think it was like 49, 40 on MLS with, with some uh, in contention shots. We took 11. They took 24 shots on goal. Five to nine. Calendar had eight saves in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, another attacking disaster class, in my opinion. This looked. Listen, I know you're going to tell me preseason is practice. This match looked a hell of a lot like a bunch of practice matches. What I'm going to tell you is you cannot choose when preseason matters. You had no problem after the RSL game with preseason. And now preseason matters. It it jumps a game and then it matters. So this this, I walked into the preseason has very little to do with preseason and more to do with the same old lineup on three days flying cross. Which is what we did in preseason. No, okay, we, didn't. we have had we didn't play three United, days rest. Straight. The first half against RSL was fantastic. Mm-hmm. We all went back. We watched the replay. Turns out the second half against RSL, not fantastic. First half against LA, opposite of fantastic. A disaster class. Like it was just as, yep. almost as bad as it was as bad as you can be without actually getting scored on, right? Like it couldn't be worse, except that they had scored a goal. The second half. You and I differ. I know you think it was not horrible. You'd say it's okay. I think it's yeah, worse it's okay. than okay. It's average. I think it's worse than okay. If if we don't Fine. get a red card, we probably lose this match in the second half. When I say three of the four quarters we've halves we watched so far have been poor. Right now, in our very small sample set of two matches and four halves, we've had we are not we are wrong more than we're right. So I know you're going to say I'm picking and choosing. I have come back already on the RSL match and said, okay, we had a good half and now. So now I think I'm actually being much more consistent of we haven't shown that preseason wasn't a fact yet. We've scored more. We've almost scored more in two games in the regular season than we did the whole preseason. We're averaging more goals per game than the preseason. It's already better, man. It's already better. And the reason, so let me give my rationale for why okay. I think the second half. In the three in the three bad halves, we've scored one. We're one and one. I'm okay. sorry. We're two, we're two goals and one. Bad and halves. One. Okay. Two and a half bad halves? No. Yes. It was two bad halves. Two bad. Well, I would say this. My Mike V helped in half, here. Bash, bash one terrible half. And then one 
one average half. I think the second half of yesterday's game was average. I think if we made those subs earlier in the second half, we would have had a good first second half and we could have tied or possibly won the game because yeah, we, we looked though. a lot more attacking. But this is my reasoning for thinking that it was a better half. First of all, we dominated like dominated possession in the second half. We put ourselves in a lot of great attacking positions compared to the first half. We had we had most of our shots and all of our shot and almost all of our shots on target were in the second half. We had nine shots, four on target. One was a big chance, which obviously Messi scored. We also had ac- excellent passing accuracy in the second half because we were almost at 90% pass completion. Like that's something to look at. And then the ind- another indicator that we were constantly on the other side of the field and LA Galaxy wasn't was we had three corners. They had none. I think that just shows that we were pressing in the second half. We were being aggressive. We were implementing our game plan but we weren't being efficient with our with our shots. And 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 you can see that if you look at all the shots and watch all our shots back, you'll see John McCarthy didn't have a great game. All the balls were right to him. His highlight reel was beautiful though. I watched it this morning. He didn't have a highlight reel. No, he did. He has going this game. Beautiful highlight reel. He had one save that I he think five. was difficult. 4 5. He had one save that was difficult, but everything the else was right great. to him. Um Shit, you just made me think of losing my train of thought. And if he was that good, he would have made team of the week. No, he wasn't that good. I was joking about it. I mean, the highlight reel (laughs) made him look good, but that was just... uh, I I just... I think you're ignoring the fact that we tied this game because of the red card. If that red card doesn't come in... If that red card comes in, we lose lose this match 1-0. Even in the... like Ignoring the entire first half, we still lose this match 1-0. And and yeah, I don't I'm think you're saying the same thing. I'm not ignoring that fact. The the other I'm piece is not ignoring that at all. We still have a huge problem. So so I think Mike V said in a, a Discord we're on, but I I was talking to someone else last night about this. Everybody wants to pass to Messi inside the box. You see it with Alba. You saw it. the only guy who kind of doesn't is Taylor. You see it with Gomez. They get inside the box, and instead of looking goal, they look at, and a lot of times you see they're coming. They're making a beautiful run. They get a ball ball foot up foot on the ball, and instead of going goal, cross it to the center, cross it to the center, cross it to the center. We're taking one more. This is something we saw in preseason, and we, we've commented on this show before. That has to stop. If you have a clear look at goal, take the shot. And what we saw, by the way, funny enough, the first half of the RSL match, that's what they were doing. They were taking the shots. They weren't forcing mm-hmm. the pass to Messi. And that everything came back. The entire match was forced to pass the ball to us. In fact, by the way, the goal we scored was forced to pass that. It was a beautiful ball, but still forcing and, the pass to Messi. Alba okay, had clear so that, looks. That goal clear looks there, early in the match, and he did not okay. take the shot. Right, but first of all, if I if I had to choose between Alba and Messi taking the shot, I'd probably choose Messi. Um, but I, I disagree. The one player who I do not think is doing that is Gomez. Gomez is looking to shoot first, and when he doesn't have a clear opportunity, he's passing it off because I think he had the most shots on target or most shots without their name being Messi. I also think the problem is, is, and I think this is kind of a bigger problem with Suarez. I do not think Suarez is is fit. I don't think he's he's very clearly not in form, um, and he's not getting into positions. Like we, there were so many chances to break on the counter 
and Messi was there ready to go. Gomez was ready to go. And where's our striker? He's huffing and puffing at the center half. So I, I, I would like to see what happens with a full game with a striker who can run. Will we see that? Probably not because there's a whole week of rest and Todd is going to say, no, well, we will. It, same line. We might not see it Saturday, but we'll see it by the <clears> end of two weeks from now, just because we've got these five matches and, and three games. I'd rather see it Saturday, see Campana Saturday and, and Campana, give, Campana give Suarez some time to rest. Yeah. And and then Suarez can come back midweek. The, the, the other piece I'll say is because I, I just think it's a problem. I've noticed on counterattacks too, like there was multiple times I saw Taylor waving for the ball and all eyes are going back to Messi. Like yeah. there was a, there was a great, there was a great scene in Ted Lasso where Jamie Tart says, you're all doing this wrong. Y'all keep on giving them the ball at the end, try to make your score. You got to play through me. And right now it does not look like the team's trying to play through Messi. They're trying to play too messy. And I, every team has yeah. this figured out. You play a compact defense against us. Stay low. We can't do anything. We can't break you down. And then counterattack and score on us. And everybody's seeing that. Mm-hmm. Like it's clear. I know exactly what Orlando is going to run out against us tomorrow on Saturday. It's going to be a low block counter. <laughs> you know, stay compact and counterattack. And that's how you're going to beat us. It's it's coming. Um, but they've got to start using Messi as a cam and stop trying to get him the goal. Because well, I still I problem do believe is, is he. It's on the right wing. I would I would love to see a two striker, two strikers up top, Messi at the cam, and then you have Busquets and whoever you want to throw out there, Ruiz, play, play, Gomez, and then have Redondo at the CDM. Play, but play a four three three where it's actually a four three three, and he's sitting in the camp, and he's. I don't not think you can do him. that. I don't think you can do that with our center backs. You have to have a CDM to give them cover. I think. Which is why I think the only way you could really no, play but you against could, the you cam could... is if you went like a diamond okay. in the midfield. Do a four, four, two, one, three, then you know, with two CDMs or some two guys kind of playing as a CDM and, and a, a diamond up top or something. You can do it. There's formations that allow this. You could, but, but I think you. I think, I think you do Tata's four, four, to, two. I think Tata's trying to get Messi the boot, I, I, the golden boot. Like it just feels that. Every... Well, and what's crazy is, is if he just let us play through Messi, I feel like he would. And so this becomes a question because there's a lot of tweets going back and forth. You know, Pablo said it here. Isn't this what Tata wants? It's, it's I'm yeah. going to call this out as speculative. I don't know who runs that locker room. Tata should be, but it's messy. And saying no to Messi is a lot harder than saying no to Higuain. And so if Messi is ah. saying, I want to score, are you stopping him from saying that? And if if you're messy, let's so look at the inverse I, of this. If you're messy, and you're seeing this behavior, and you recognize you're not scoring. Are you not going to the coach and say we're we're doing this wrong? You need to switch it. Like the fact that we haven't stopped so. this is concerning to me. I I don't think I don't think I think it's very easy for people to give Messi all this credit for the power he has in the locker room. But I don't think that's that's at all it. I, I think this is purely on Tata because. If this was Messi's instructions, we would not have seen Alba go after Tata. Because oh, Alba, Alba would have been I, like, was, all right, well, whatever, Messi. This is what Messi wants, so this is what we're going to do. He wouldn't have that, gone after Tata like that. He would have gotten that's in Messi's That's a face. great point. That's a great yeah. point. Because Alba because we was have, ripping we have, into Tata. Yeah. And Suarez, Busquets, and Alba 
if Tata can't stand up to Messi, which I think he can, because I do not think Messi is that type of person. I think it would be harder to tell Higuain no than it would be Messi because Messi seems a very humble person. But then Messi needs but to stand those up to three, Tata. Those three would get in Messi's face if he got out okay, of line. But then, then why aren't they getting in Tata's face about it? They are. Alba clearly is. No, There's but this clearly is clearly frustration is, there. But this is this is an issue we saw. I'm sorry, we saw during preseason. Right. And I guess practice, but, but coming, it failed. But but you're coming off a win in your season opener, 2-0 win. And then so now when the first adversity of our season is striking, because adversity in the preseason hits different than adversity in the season. Great. This and is the this first I will time agree. we're hitting I will adversity. Agree. I will not even yeah. argue that statement. This is the first time we're hitting adversity and we're seeing that Alba's like Screw this, Tata. We are not doing this. This is not working. All right. So we're 50, we're fifty minutes in. We'll I, I want to I want to cover Orlando because we're not going to do another show before Orlando. Oh. Uh, before then, I do want to say one thing. Drake Calendar, congratulations. Best, yeah, for, he was the man of the match. Uh, yeah, he was. By he far. was. Him and Messi both team in the match day. Uh, but Drake played out of his mind. Uh, I was yep. tweeting earlier today under my account. Actually. <clears throat> Actually, I don't know if anyone follows both our accounts. I, I screwed it up earlier today. I actually tweeted out from our joint account. Uh, I don't today, follow either account. Wow, that hurts. <laughs> uh, Drake was not up for man of the match day. Even though he was the goalkeeper on team of the match day, they put Sean Johnson up for man of the match day. And I don't understand how the same – it's the same people, right? Like MLS, it's all MLS. They, the guy – they put a the goalkeeper from the bench squad onto the man of the match they drop. Like it made absolutely no sense to me. Uh, but Drake should be. Uh, I watched a lot of MLS this week. There's no doubt that that point we earned was earned off of his back. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then before we move on, we'll go to the team of the match day. I do think we did get snubbed on this. I did do you- think Alba should have been on this team. I think uh, Alba I would, played very well both games, and Alba was very close to being man of the match. If Drake didn't uh, go crazy, there's an argument for Alba man of the match. I think if he scored, maybe <clears throat> if as someone who follows these teams in the match day way too much, scoring is kind of the number one way to get up on that board. And since he only yeah. had the assist, I I I, I see your point. I, I but I'm he not surprised. Been on the bench. Alba could have been I, on the bench for I, that's this. That's fair. Yeah, I think he could have been on the bench. He, but you're right; was, it's about scoring. He, and Alba, Alba's just Alba's really showing why he's Alba. Like, oh, if you didn't have a chance to watch him play in Europe, and you're just watching him now, if you have a kid who wants to be a, a back that's, in today's soccer, you just watch him. He I don't is, think just a back. Like that's the mentality you want as oh, a player. Oh yeah, that's too. a good point too. Like fantastic like he is quickly becoming one of my favorites like i swore i wouldn't buy like a anybody but like i'd buy a suarez jersey but i haven't yet but i might buy an alba jersey and just say screw suarez i i give suarez shouldn't you be saying like give suarez a little bit let's see what's gonna happen he's match fit blah, i just blah, don't blah. think he's well i don't think he's well and i just so, don't understand how a man not, who played 59 piling. games he played 59 games in Brazil or something like that. Like again, you're talking this random drop. I understand diet, your man. comments about the drugs and <laughs> like different drugs. Yeah. I think 
if anything, he's just tired, man. Like, because it's not like he came off a long off season and then joined us. He kind of came right off the end of his season. We saw how Messi struggled with that. And then we had the preseason, the preseason tour. So if anybody needed time off, it was Suarez, and he didn't get it. Hmm. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about the next fifteen days. Well, technically it's nineteen from today, but yeah. So we are doing between March second and March sixteenth. We have five matches. Two of which mm-hmm. are CCC matches, which most likely is Nashville because Nashville won their first one three nothing. Yeah, I think, think three nothing. Uh, so most likely Nashville. So we're starting off Saturday with Orlando at home. Uh, way too soon for this match. Like this is you don't have Derby's third match of the season. <sighs> I know, horrible. And I don't like the four thirty kickoff time for this either. I do. I don't. I do. I do because. A, you become the central game of the of the afternoon. Like if you're staying in a bar or something, it's gonna be the game on. Two, I'm excited to go. We this is we have nice weather. It's not gonna be too hot. This is one of the few days in, in South Florida where weekends you're gonna get to enjoy that 4:30 yeah. kickoff. You're gonna get to enjoy the parking lot and the tailgate. I think about 4:30 kickoffs are tough for me. It's hard for me to get there early on those games. That's a selfish reason why I don't want the 4:30 kickoff. Do you need me call need me call the wife and beg for you to get there on time? I'll do it. You know, when you have kids with activities and stuff, I, it's, I hard. it's hard to do that. You've been there, you know. Yeah. So so then we got a five o'clock Sunday kickoff on 310. So that's an inter- mm-hmm. another interesting one. Uh, but it's gonna be a tough. Like, we are going to have to see rotation. You're going to see Campana start. There is absolutely no way Campana doesn't start in these five matches, at least in some of them. I mm-hmm. happen to agree with you. Campana should start on Saturday. I don't think he will. Because Tata's way too stubborn for that. But I think he should. And if I he doesn't think... start there, he's starting. He, he'll start on your 3-2 or 3-7. You, you can't start Suarez in both. Well, and I think I think if you're Tata, you're like, let me save the big guns for 3-7. Because if he can get out, and, and that's an away game. If he can get out to a lead in that series, if, if we can win like yeah. 2 nothing or 3-1 or something like that, and then have to come home and just defend that lead. I think he's. If I'm him, I'm going all out on that Concacaf game and maybe seeing some at more rotation for Orlando. I'll tell you what really sucks though. Our first two games were Western Conference games, which theoretically you'd rather lose against the West than the East. And then for yeah. this five-game slugfest to be against nothing but East teams, even the CCC matches are East teams. It yeah. is again. You go back to scheduling. It's just poor scheduling. Well, so I don't mind it for this run only because our longest travel day is to Nashville and back. Like that's not that's not rough. Like if we're gonna travel right now, I'm okay. Then this, I, I get okay the travel aspect. I'm more about, and I know you've given up on support from the scheduling. But like, well, for you, supporter you just, shield, you have to beat everybody. You can't just beat the East. Well, it, it's if you just no, win your you East can't. games. Supporter shield, yeah. you have to be the best in both sides. So you got to no, beat but, everybody. But you do. If you look at the the total points, the the max points you can get in a season is what hundred uh, hundred and two. The the supporter shield record seventy, which means you can drop thirty two points. So no, you don't yeah. have to win there. You only have a couple of West games. You can lose those games. And still, and what still I'm be competitive is, for the supporter shield. But the math is on lose, the side of you can. 
you can also lose a couple of the East games and be in in line for the supporter shield because it doesn't matter who what I get the, the point, but in. I'd rather. But that's when you get for you go playoff for picture. I, I see, yes, yes you'd rather lose to the Western teams, but in this case, it, and I don't want to be the one seed. The one seed never wins. No, I want to be five. Okay, so going now, going next to Orlando. I'm trying to push this along. We're already at it. We, we've been having some some uh, good discussions. You know, good discussions. So we're going to play Orlando SC on Saturday. Yeah. I know as Inter-Miami fans, we sometimes forget how good Orlando SC is right now. So let me kind of just remind everybody, because this is a good team. Mm-hmm. I forgot they were second in the support shield standings last year. Yeah. They, they were second in the East, but they were also second in support shield. They had 18 wins, seven losses, nine ties. MLS Cup lost in the semifinals to the eventual winners Columbus crew. Two nothing. Uh, Leagues Cup. Okay, USOC didn't even try. Lost in round of thirty-two. CCC uh, lost pretty early. Leagues Cup. They made it to the quarter uh, knockout round. Lost to mm-hmm. us in a, in a match that the score line did not really show that level of competition in that game. So the match, the score was three-one. It was really decided by a penalty oh, kick that Martinez God. earned in a. A soft penalty. I'm not going to say it wasn't earned or not. That Orlando took offense to. So their fans are still mad about this. Is it is is your softness for Orlando because of Disney? No, I'm just I'm being <laughs> I'm able to actually not be biased all the time and like able to have an honest conversation. I got into a lot of Twitter fights that next day about how hard or soft it is. But when you take all the emotion out of it, it was a soft yellow on on a on a play that changed that entire game. And yeah. so it and it was a very chippy game. You know, that was I'm not gonna name who brought this up in the in the telecast last night, but one of the things this person did say was Orlando did find that if you're chippy against us, we struggle more with it. And we've seen that in a couple other games too. So Orlando knows how to play us, and it is possible they are gonna treat this game very seriously. It's also possible, interesting enough, they're not. Because they're in the middle of CCC, they've got other bigger fish to fry right now. They're in the same rotational problems we are in. They may use this as a rotational game. So it's just super interesting. You don't know, like, both coaches are going to try to, like, outthink each other. But I have no idea what lineups are going to show for either one of these teams. I don't think it's that hard to outthink Tata. <laughs> okay, preseason, Orlando went 5-0-1. They tied Flamenco. And then one, they had... F- Five more ML. They had two like random games. They played FIU. They played Rhode Island, a USL team, and then three MLS teams that beat them all. Uh, Would you have felt so, better about our preseason if you added in FIU and Rhode Island and we won those two games? Yeah, after losing, after tying El Salvador. Yeah, if we had won something, I would have <laughs> really felt better. Anything would have helped. I'm uh, just curious. Then, so so they're coming off their preseason. As you're saying, preseason just practice. They're on a high note. They tie yeah. Montreal, which no one expects. And if you watch that, I don't know. Did you watch any of that match? I watched the highlights. I didn't watch the full thing. Yeah, you couldn't. The highlights wouldn't show you how bad. An I looked at the stats. That's that's how I determine if I'm going to rewatch a game or not, is I look at the stats first. And the stats told me that was a boring game. It was a boring game. It wasn't a good match. Uh, last thing here, pipe call out. So in CCC, they're up 3-0 in aggregate. So... They could also not take the CCC game seriously and still are going to go through, which I go back to. I just don't know what they're going to show up as. Cavalry, uh, that's a Haitian club, right? 
I thought it was Dominican. I might be wrong, though. They brought in, so they got Nicholas Ladero, who we talked about on this. Oh, on this. way off. They're um, Canadian. Okay, we were way off. Yeah. They brought in Nicholas Ladero, Ivan Angolo, uh, David Bracalo. They brought in a left wing, center mid. They they looked for upgrades all over the field. They did ship off Junior Urso, so I did not have mm-hmm. to hear about that damn name again because that one always, <laughs> always bothered me. Uh, and Anatole Car. So it's still early. This this team is many people's dark horse contender for MLS uh, Cup winner. There's a lot of people thinking they'll do it. Uh, there was a lot of people that were surprised about this draw against Montreal. That was not what people expected. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? Sorry, had a lot of details in there kind of sharing with our, no, our, our it listeners. was all good details, all good details. Um, like you said, they, they play tomorrow. Um, so they're coming off short rest, even if they, even if they rotate, uh, for this game or our game, there's going to be key players who are going to miss the game. I'm a little more optimistic about it, uh, than I think you are only because we've had five days to rest. I think we're going to be forced to do some rotating. And I, I really hope Suarez let's give Campania some time to play. Like give him get get him on there if he's not doing it bring Suarez in for the twenty fifth minute or hell start Borgelin or or bring Borgelin off the bench he's quick he's big he's physical he's a great great guy to have there um, so I I'm more optimistic about it I think uh, if and it's a big if we don't know if he's going to be there yet I have a feeling Redondo makes his debut in this game. Um, and if that does happen, I think that completely changes the outcome. And I think you would probably feel a lot better um, th- than how you're feeling going into this game. Yeah. So kind of spoiler alert. I am not positive about this game. Uh, <laughs> I, I Let's start. If Redondo's there, all bets are off. I think that completely changes the nature of the game. And I think we win that game. Uh, and I we're kind of, that's crazy. Like the guy hasn't even started yet, but. If you can get Busquets, it just free, balances the midfield. It, it, it's huge. Yeah. I'm going to make the assumption Redondo's not there. I'm going to make another assumption that Tata is stubborn, which we've seen <laughs> historically. Tata yeah. stubborn and makes few, if any, changes to this team. I think in that case, which is what I expect, Orlando's going to come out for blood. I I'm not going to get into the rivalry game debate though. We did talk to people that talk to people. And that what the answer we got is in rivalry games, there is an energy that's different. There, every player is a professional. They're coming out to play, same as always. But they do say that there's a level of chippiness. Energy. They know it's a rivalry. They know it's a rivalry game, they're but not, they still they're prepare not like any other game. Is Absolutely this, right. That was a I think that was the exact quote. Yeah. So so I think Orlando is going to be that extra level of chippy. I think the Leagues Cup loss bothered them. Uh I think more importantly, LA Galaxy and Real Salt Lake have given everybody the formula on how to beat us right now if Tata doesn't make changes. Again, you bring Redondo in, that formula goes out the door. But without Redondo, it's the same formula. Stay compact, force us to break through, and then beat us on the counter. And if that's how we show up, we're going to lose this game 3-1. That's my my, my kind of my, my get. Like, we are going to feel this. If Tata can surprise me, and surprise a lot of us, not be stubborn, 
make changes, you know, play to the opponent in front of him, we should win this game. In fact, we should win every game. We are the best team on paper in, in the league. Mm-hmm. But as long as Tata is going to stay stubborn and not do that, I, I think this against a team that's this good, that just by the way, they're going to look, they're rebounding, right? They're, the the CCC match will not be their rebound game. It's going to be against us from, from Montreal. So I think a loss is is definitely in the cards if Tata does not, pull it together and show why yeah. he was brought into coach's team. Well, I don't think anyone knows why, but uh yeah, I think um I think only because that he is, knows that is hold on. Pablo goes the Brightline Classico. I don't I have not that. heard that name yet, but that is my new that's the name of the like you just named our next episode by the Pablo, way. Like, can we call it calling, that? We're calling we'll, that we'll credit you every time, yeah. but I'm gonna call <laughs> <laughs> the Brightline Classico, sponsored by Pablo. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the name we are going with for the next. I show. love it, but yeah, no. Um, I think only because Tata knows if we go if we crash out of CCC, if Nashville kicks us out of CCC, he's probably his hot his seat is heating up. If not, he's out. Um, especially if we lose. You know, any if we look like shit in this game and we get out of CCC, forget it. Tata's out. I think Tata is going to go young on this this Orlando game. I think we probably see Noah Allen's debut as a starter. I think we can see David Ruiz start. Um, we probably see Busquets. Um, I'm going to guess we probably see Busquets and Suarez probably rested for this game. Uh, especially if Redondo's here. I think there's, if Redondo's here, I don't think we see Busquets. I think Tata probably still brings in Gressel because he's trying to force that square peg into the round hole. Would, um, would, in, in this but, scenario, would Messi start on the bench? That's a good question. Um, probably not because I don't think you can afford to rest all of them because you 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 kind of have to go to win this, right? Um, I think Alba probably plays. I think Messi plays. And then I think you go into the away match against Nashville. You've got at least Suarez and Busquets rested. You get Messi going at least 60, and then maybe you make a sub so, then. So let me ask this. Hmm? You got your Liverpool hat next to you? I don't. I didn't even bring right. it in the room put, because put, I didn't put, want to di- disrespect you. Put on the pretend Liverpool hat. You're Jurgen Clark. So, so ask yourself: importance of CCC, imp- lack of importance of of uh, uh, supporter shield. Would you would you bench Messi? I don't think so. See, I think he would. I don't, don't think so. Leave, the he's on the roster. Reason, but the only reason being, I say maybe you put Messi on like a minutes minutes window. Uh, maybe you only play him 60 or you wait and see how the game's going and pull him. But Messi has not showed any signs of being tired or worn down. And I think... But you I don't want to find you, that. You don't want to find that in the middle right. of CCC. You don't want to find that, but I think like you can play the Nashville game, and then who do we have after that? Um, Remember, Montreal? Nashville, 
Don't forget Montreal Nashville. after Nashville. I think you can rest Messi against not Montreal. But remember, we can't forget Nashville is not going to come in full strength. Uh, what's right, his yeah. name? Mookar's just got out, uh, and their other guys Mookar out. Went down. Yeah, the other their other striker, uh, True, Zimmerman's not starting, I think, which was weird. But like, I think, I think you want to try and win that away leg. Because I agree. I, I think you feel a lot better coming home with with a win, and I think then you can you can rest Messi. That's a good yeah. point, Pablo. Not starting Messi, and, and I guess I, that's probably where Mike was going. I, I just think it's actually that's where I was going. I was more saying throw the match to some extent, and and think about this. Oh, I guess yeah. a freak, but like if we think about big, and this is to me, this is where a great manager is different than a good manager, or in Tata's case, a lousy manager. A great manager is thinking big picture. Yeah. And he's thinking, that's why I was telling you to put your, your, your Klopp hat on. Like, yeah. how would Klopp, when he's looking at the big picture, you know, and, and, and as an example, and, going back to, I don't know if any yesterday of Yesterday was a good example. Were, were there any players that were sitting in the stands that could have played in an emergency? If if this had been Champions League final, were all those guys, same guys in the stands or a couple of them going to make it on the field? A couple of them probably would have made it, right. at least on the bench. Right. And I think that's yeah. the difference is that, at the end of the, and you know my feelings about rivalry games. You know I'm going to be leading the fuck Orlando chance from the west side. <laughs> yeah. But I could make a really strong argument that I want to win CCC more than anything else. Leaving three of the yeah. four on the bench to start. One of the, Suarez maybe not even dressed, which would actually probably be good because you'll sit in the stands and I can get that autograph. Like, <laughs> might be the thing to do to help ensure. That Wednesday win. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't dis I don't disagree with anything that you're saying there. I don't, but I, I also think like Tata of, won't do any of this by the way. Tata's starting them all and, and it's gonna make no sense whatsoever. If he starts them all, we're gonna we're we're you know, I can't even say that because you know, you brought up good points about Nashville being under strength, and I mean we'll get into that next week when we talk about that game. Um, by the way, do but, you know how many shows we're gonna have to do next week? Like in the next two weeks, we're gonna have to do a show like, every Saturday. other day. We'll be Saturday live from the parking lot. We're gonna have to do we'll Sunday be, or Monday. Yeah, let's do Monday. Two days okay, in a row is rough. Then we're and gonna then do we'll Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> and, and then, then we we'll gotta to do, do Monday again because Sunday we gotta play Sundays and wait uh the way Matt's then we'll do Monday again. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of shows. Like it, We are getting a break the rest of this week. We're going to take a little break, catch up, yeah. because a lot of shows coming up. But it's going to be good stuff, and hopefully you guys like it. Uh, the changes that we're going to make for the parking lot show is going to be good. Hey, so I want to get wrapping up. Uh, Pablo, Mike, anyone listening? Uh, I know quite a few listeners still. You guys, still, uh, you guys, any questions? Anything we didn't cover today? Uh before we kind of wrap it up, we went a little, we try to keep it to an hour, but this one's, you know, we're an hour 10. Uh, but we want to make sure we answer your questions. If you got anything on your mind. Yeah. It can be something ridiculous too. <laughs> uh. Oh man. Thanks, Pablo. Oh, thanks, Pablo. Brightline classic. Oh man. That's a great, that's the new name. That is, that's the name. That we're fantastic. Put, I'm broadcasting that. Like when we talk the show, the shows like we talk about the show tomorrow. Like, make sure you listen to our show. I'm I'm calling we, the Brightline Classico. We preview I'm, the Brightline Classico. Yeah, that's that's where we're going. We're gonna hashtag that and everything. 
Uh, We're gonna. I got to talk to Joe. Joker wasn't around today. I I'm gonna have Joker make us a Brightline Classical image. Yeah, right now. Just like you know, how the Brightline always runs somebody over. Just have it running over the Orlando City logo is, or a lion or something. Yeah, we need Joker <laughs> right now. Yeah, where's it? I don't know. Priorities, man. He's family time. <laughs> there he is. He's hey, here. There he is. He is here. As I'm texting him in the background. Joe, did you hear our idea? Well, that was Pablo's idea. Or Pablo's idea. But our idea for a... a the Brightline Classico. The Brightline Classico. We need a Brightline train with the Inner Miami logo running over a lion. Yes. If anyone can do it, it's you. Speaking of which, <laughs> so I, I, you know this. I was at... I went to that pop-up... Uh, uh, adidas store in winwood this weekend and they had every jersey on display okay first off i'm just gonna say oh, it please tell inter- me what you're gonna you told me before the inner miami jersey does not stand up to the competition like there are some great jerseys there they had about 25 of the jerseys uh fc cincinnati's since yeah FC, their jersey's so underrated gorgeous like hands down went to like my top three jersey but the Orlando City jersey with this random ass lion tribute patch, like that, it even got uglier. Like seeing it in person, I think that was the one jersey seeing in person made it uglier. Almost every jersey looked better in person than in picture. Even the RSL one looked better, still disgusting, but better. But that one was hideous and it just got worse and, and so bad. Yeah. Super cool thing to go. I'm glad I went to it, but that was like, Walked away going, Ugh. I think, and maybe I'm wrong, but that was their USL logo, right? I know it's a tribute. I don't know if it's to when they first joined like the league. It no, it's, you know what? It has to be because they're so new to, they're still so fairly new. It has to be. Either that or isn't one of their supporters groups the Three Lions or something like that? Well, they are the maybe th- that's that what the, it is. That is their name. I think they are the Three Lions, but that's like, I think you're right. This the USL tribute. Yeah, well, either oh, but way. Still, just sorry, just disgusting and shit team, shit jersey, gonna but get shit on. The, By the, the way, two one is my score prediction. I didn't get Inter-Miami, to it. We're gonna win. Right. Good guys. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. You know that. I, I and I'm all in for. Listen, you you're too logical for these rivalry games. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> After think what I went through last week, no, I I think we're gonna win. I I do. I, I want us to win. I hope we do. Uh, if Campania the- starts, we're going to win. Okay, just so we know, to be prepared, if Campana starts and does nothing, we're going to need a 60-minute show just for me to rant on Campana and tell you you're wrong. Listen, man, he's going to chip him. One hopes. For your health and sanity, I hope he does. And on that note, I think we're done for the night. I agree. As always, thank you guys for listening. Thank you all for sharing and getting us to that magic 100 subscribers so quickly. We didn't think it was going to happen so soon. Um, Everybody, have a great week. Uh, We're going to take some rest until we're back to back to back to back to back at you next week. So, um, Real quick, throw this out before we do it. For those who want to see this live... Just I was just reminder. gonna say. <laughs> okay, you thought you were going straight to the sun. 
Just no. a reminder, we will be in the green light before and after the game on Saturday. Yeah. And we will be recording again Saturday afternoon. As long as the weather holds. Fine. I saw one report might not have great weather. But assuming we have good weather, we're going live from the stadium once again. And it'll just it won't be so dark out. It'll be nice. It's just the sun will just set. It'll yeah. Be beautiful. It'll be nice. It'll be beautiful background. Chase Stadium in the background. And hopefully some of you listeners out there um, to come support us. And if you're there, maybe we'll put you on, on the show. We, we had some guest appearances last time. So thanks, guys. Have a great night. And as always, fuck Orlando.